Welcome to the Ed Epley Experience Mini-Log. Let professional management expert Ed Epley inspire you to take action on building a more sustainable, smart, and healthy business. One of the problems that you run into when you get to be my age is how much you know that you forget to talk about or use or refer to. And fortunately for me, I interacted with a young leader recently, and we started talking about what his challenges were. And I said, you know, young man, I'm protecting his identity because I don't think he would necessarily want me to tell you who he is. But I said, you know, young man, you're describing symptoms that are all about time management. I said, have you ever had any time management training? He said, no. And I said, you know, it's interesting. 20, 30 years ago, everybody was forced to go through time management. It was just expected of you. And today there's very little, if any of it done anymore. So we talked a little bit about some basics. I want to share them with you today because I think it's too easy to forget about them. Even if we've been trained, we, we forget to do them. And if we haven't been trained, it's probably going to impact how effective we are in our role. So Time management basics. Here we are. Number one, you can't change your time management effectively and with any degree of confidence that it will be better if you first don't know how your time is being spent. So I want to get the bitter pill, the bitter medicine out of the way right away. You need to take the next two to three business days and log everything you do in 10 minute increments. I know this is going to sound really painful, but because of how busy you are, If we don't force you to write those things down every 10 minutes, you will not understand how much of your time is being spent in things that you probably don't want them spent on or in. So number one, you got to keep a time log for at least two to three business days. And don't wait for a normal week because as you and I both know, there are no normal weeks right now. The second thing is we need to understand the difference between things that are important versus things that are urgent. Stephen Covey made this a real big part of his time management training and Franklin Covey training uh, years ago. He is not the author of it. Uh, There's another gentleman I want to give credit where it's due, but Stephen makes reference of it and and reference to it in his training in his books. But the, uh, the whole premise is that things can either be important or urgent or not important or not urgent or some combination thereof. If you think about it, we as managers, if we're managing and leading other people, we should not be spending our time on anything that is not at least important. It may be important and urgent or may be important and not urgent, but we should not spend our time on things that are either urgent and not important or not urgent or not important. And the trap for most of us is we spend our time on a lot of stuff, and that's what I call it, stuff that's urgent but not important. One of the premises you need to also think about, if you want more information about this, let me know. I'll get it to you. Things that are urgent but not important, left undone, do not become more valuable. Essentially, if you don't do them within a certain time, it doesn't matter if you do them at all. So they go away. Whereas important stuff left undone has to ultimately get done. And it ends up causing us to work nights and weekends because we didn't work on it sooner. So you really got to know the difference between that which is important and that which is urgent. The other thing, the third thing is to get you to start your day working on the big rocks. And if you've ever seen the activity, you take softballs, you can take baseballs, and you can put, third thing, take BBs. And if you put the BBs in first as the smallest item, and then you put in the baseballs on top of that, and then you try to fit in the container 
the softballs on top of that, they won't all fit because the BBs take up too much of the space. But if you put the softballs in first and then you put in the baseballs and then you'll find that the, the BBs will actually fill the space in between all of those, you can get everything otherwise done, if you will, in the container, get everything in there. And that's why we have to work on our big rocks first. In fact, if you really want to become the most effective you can and most productive, I know you won't do this, but if you would, you'd become far more productive. And that would be to start your day without looking at any emails or your phone and simply start working on your big rock right away. If you start with your big rock every day, the one that thing that's most important and spending a half an hour working on it before you do anything else, you would be shocked how much more you would get done that really matters. You know, when you work proactively, when you do things before they're required, you're controlling the job rather than it controlling you. When you wait to do everything until it's needed, until the last minute, you're reacting. Now, all of a sudden, the job is controlling you. There are a few people who actually enjoy that. They, they get energy from it. But the majority of us get exhausted when we have to live in a world that we are constantly reacting. And that's why we need time off from our jobs, because we've been not managing our time so well. I think the, the last thing I would challenge you to think about with regard to your time management is you probably need to share with others that you're trying to do a better job at this. If you have some people supporting you around you who know that you're trying to work on your big rocks, you're trying to work on stuff that's important and not urgent. If you are trying to be proactive versus reactive, they probably can be supportive of helping you to avoid just jumping right back into that habitual behavior. One last thing. 30 minutes that's just yours every day between the hours of 8 and 5. If you can carve out at least two to three times a week, 30 minutes that's just yours and no one else's, what that does for you is gives you a chance to work on that stuff or your big rocks that's truly important and not be interrupted. And that's the key is you have to make sure that you shut off the phone, you don't look at emails, that you keep your head down for 30 minutes and work on those things that matter most. The disproportionately few things that really are the difference between being okay at your job versus being excellent. So that's the ideas today. It's a long mini log, but it's something that's been on my mind and reinforced in my conversations with that young leader uh, working hard to become better at his job. In fact, I might have him on because I know he's making progress and it'd be better for you to hear it from him than from me. Time management, it's an oldie but a goodie, kind of like me. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Ed Epley Minilog. Visit www.theepleygroup.com for resources, tips, Ed's latest blogs, and a free assessment on where to improve your professional management skills.